0: Greetings, friends. Thank you for joining Present Truth Presented, a Passover to Pentecost podcast. This year, our topic is crossing over into an era of expectancy. This week is week one, and we have been looking specifically at a prophetic word that the Lord gave me at the beginning of January, in which He said that 2021 would be a year of a great divide. That we would see a great dichotomy and great polarization in various ways. In our personal lives, with the church, with our families, in our government, and the seven fears of society. All this week we've been breaking down uh, that particular word and looking at the different dichotomies. This is episode 7 and today we're going to be looking at boldness. And the title of today's message is Be Bold in the Face of Opposition. Dichotomy Boldness versus Cowardliness, United versus Divided. Not only did the Lord speak to me that 2021 would be the year of the Great Divide, but on March 19th of this year, the Spirit said, This will also be the year of the Great Opportunity. Whenever there is Great darkness, there's opportunity for great light to shine. Isaiah 60 says, When darkness covers the earth and gross darkness the people, that the glory of the Lord would rise upon God's people. This is the hour that we're in. This is the greatest hour I think that we're living in um, for us that are alive today because we have an opportunity to see the greatest harvest there has ever been. That although we see these dichotomies and we see this polarization, we see this opposition against the church uh, and against conservatives, against righteousness, (laughs) calling good evil and evil good, this is a time to shine. This is a time for God's people to rise up and see uh, the cause of Christ and His kingdom be expanded in the earth realm. That's our call in this hour. 2 Timothy 1.7 in the Amplified says, For God did not give us a spirit of timidity, of cowardness, of caving, or cringing, and fawning fear. But He has given us a spirit of power, and of love, and of calm, and of well-balanced mind, and discipline, and self-control. Ephesians 6.19 says, And pray on, on my behalf. This is Paul asking, pray on my behalf that utterance may be given to me in the opening of my mouth to make known with boldness the mystery of the gospel. That needs to be our prayer today as well. Lord, open my mouth and let me speak your mystery of the gospel with boldness in this hour. Not to cringe, not to coward, but to stand up and be bold. The year of the great opportunity is about Christ's Kingdom being expanded in the earth. Jesus put it this way in Matthew 9, 35-38 in the passage translation. Jesus walked through the region with the joyful message of God's kingdom realm. He taught in their meeting houses, and wherever He went, He demonstrated God's power by healing every kind of disease and illness. When he saw the vast crowds of people, Jesus' heart was deeply moved with compassion because they seemed weary and helpless. Is that what we're seeing today? We sure are, like wandering sheep without a shepherd. He turned to his disciples and said, The harvest is huge and ripe, but there are not enough harvesters to bring it all in. As you go, plead with the owner of the harvest the Almighty God, to thrust out many more reapers to harvest His grain. Not only do we want to call for the laborers, but we want to call for the reapers which is the angelic host. Lord, we do. We ask that you help us to see the weary and the helpless in this hour. Help us to speak forth in boldness your love and your grace and your mercy to those that are needing a touch from your hand. As I thought about boldness and unity, the Spirit of the Lord began to speak to me about how He is calling His Church to come back to His original intent for her, the purpose that He created her for, which which was to preach the gospel of the kingdom, to see people healed and delivered even in the midst of persecution. He brought me to Acts chapter 4, and we're going to look at the whole chapter for the next few minutes. And we're going to read it, portions of it out of the Passion Translation. This opens up with Peter and John before the religious council. Verse 1 and 2. The teaching and preaching of Peter and John angered the priest, the captain of the temple police, and representatives of the Jewish sect of the Sadducees. In other words, the preaching and teaching of the gospel of the kingdom angered the religious folk. They were furious that the people were being taught that in Jesus there is a resurrection from the dead. Today is Resurrection Sunday. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for raising, for rising from the dead. Verse 3 says, They had them arrested. There's threats in our day of arresting conservative and arresting those that are speaking forth truth, and arresting Christians for showing forth (laughs) the gospel of the kingdom. Verse 7, They made Peter and John stand in front of the council, as they questioned them, saying, Tell us, by what power and authority have you done these things? Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, Yes, Lord, fill us with your Holy Spirit, answered, Respected elders and leaders of the people, Listen, are we being put on trial today for doing an act of kindness, for healing a frail, crippled man? Well then, it is by the power of the name of Jesus, this is crippled man stands here today completely healed. Are we being put on trial today? We are, but it's by the power of the name of Jesus that we're going to overcome Verse 12 says, There is no one else who has the power to save us, for there is only one name to whom God has given authority by which we must experience salvation, the name of Yeshua. There is no other name by which we can be saved but Yeshua. Not religion, not humanism, not socialism, not any of the isms, but the Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 13 says, The council members were astonished as they witnessed the bold courage of Peter and John, especially when they discovered that they were just ordinary men who had never had religious training. See law. Then they began to understand the effect Jesus had on them simply by spending time with him. Amen. standing there with them was the healed man and there was nothing further the religious people could say what should we do with these men everyone in Jerusalem can clearly see that this is a performed notable sign and wonder we can't deny that but to keep this propaganda from spreading any further among the people Let's threaten them severely and warn them to never speak to anyone in the name again. Are we seeing that happening today? Propaganda everywhere? Are we being told, don't say this and don't say that? Because they don't want the truth to get out? The council commanded them to never teach the people or speak again using the name of Jesus, Yeshua. But Peter and John replied, you can judge for yourselves is it better to listen to you or to God? Verse 20, it's impossible impossible for us to stop speaking about all the things we've seen and heard. Beloved, it needs to be impossible for us to continue to speak the things that we've seen and heard. First of all and most of all about Christ and his kingdom, but also about other things that are happening in our world. We need to speak up Verse 21, Since the members of the council couldn't come up with a crime that they could punish them for, they threatened them once more. This is twice they threatened them. And they let them go. All the people praised God, thrilled over the miraculous healing of the crippled man. And the man who received this miracle sign of healing was over 40 years old. I love this part. Chapter 4 of Acts, verse 23. As soon as Peter and John were released from custody, they went to the other believers and they told them all about what the religious people had said. When the believers heard their report, they raised their voices in unity and prayed, Lord Yahweh! You are the Lord of all! You created the universe, the earth, the sky, the sea, and everything that is in them. And He spoke by the Holy Spirit through your servant David, our forefather, saying, How dare the nations plot a rebellion, ranting and raging against the Most High! (laughs) Their foolish plots are futile. Look at how the kings of the earth take their stand, with the rulers scheming and conspiring together against God! against his ways, against his church, and against his anointed Messiah, Yeshua. That's Psalms 2. In fact, Herod and Pontius Pilate, along with Jews and non-Jews, met together to take their stand against your holy servant, Jesus the Messiah. This is the political spirit right here. The political folk, the religious folk, took a stand against Jesus and his message. They did to him all that your purpose and your will had determined, according to the destiny you had marked out for him. So now, Lord Yahweh, listen to their threats to harm us. Empower us as your servants to speak the word of God freely and courageously. That's our prayer today to Yahweh the lord listen to the threats of those that are speaking against your people speaking against your ways your truth your will and empower us as your servants to speak the word of god freely and courageously father your lord jesus holy spirit the lord god stretch out your hand of power through us to heal to move in signs and wonders by the name of your holy son Yeshua, Jesus. At that moment of being one in heart and spirit, it says the earth shook beneath them, causing the building they were in to tremble. Each one of them was filled with the Holy Spirit and they proclaimed the word of God with unrestrained boldness. God, we're asking that you shake the heavens and the earth. You shake our buildings. You shake our homes. Lord, you shake the governmental uh, uh places, Lord, you shake everything that needs to be shaken and you fill your people with the Holy Spirit, that we will proclaim your word with unrestrained boldness. And then the end of chapter twelve uh, four goes along with Acts chapter two. And it's where they, it talks about what the church was like in those days. It says they had everything in common. Verse 32 of Acts four. All the believers were in one mind and heart. Selfishness was not a part of their community. Oh, help us not to be selfish in this hour, Lord. For they shared everything they had with one another. The apostles gave powerful testimonies about the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And great measures of grace rested upon them all. Lord, we ask for great measures of grace and faith to rest upon us all. Some who owned houses or land sold them and brought the proceeds before the apostles to distribute to those without. Not a single person among them was needy. For example, there was a Levite from Cyprus named Joseph who sold his farmland and placed the proceeds at the feet of the apostles. They nicknamed him Barnabas or Encourager. For more of a model of a New Testament church, I'd encourage you to read Acts 2, 40 through 47. On this day in biblical history, today is the 22nd of Nisan, this was the fifth day of the Jericho march. The children of Israel had crossed over the Jordan, but before they could begin to possess the promised land, their first giant they had to take out was Jericho. And on this day, And they were on their fifth day of marching. Joshua 6, 14 says, And the fifth day they marched around the city once and returned to the camp. So they did six days. Beloved, in this hour, the Spirit of the Lord is saying, In these days and at this time, we need to hear the Spirit of the Lord speak through His word, and through His people. The Spirit of the Lord spoke to me to release this prophetic word over you today. Don't stop now. You have only just begun your kingdom mission. Wait in my presence. Linger at my feet, and I will unfold the plans to take the land, says the Lord. Don't get discouraged, fear, or faint, for the greatest days of harvest are at hand. Arise. Put on strength and boldness. Gird yourselves for the battle, for much work is to be done in this hour. The enemy of your souls, the enemy of this nation, rages, but I have already defeated him. So arise, take your place in the kingdom army. Rise up, Ecclesia, Rise up, glory carriers. You have seen a glimpse of the miraculous, you have seen a glimpse of my glory and power, but know you are in the days of the greater than these miracles that my son, Jesus, spoke about. I'm calling forth harvesters, spiritual revolutionaries, who will carry my glory in their feet, hands, and mouths. Are you ready? Victory is at hand, so don't retreat, but charge forward, says the Spirit of Yahweh. Beloved, I bless you With the spirit of boldness. I bless you with utterance to release the gospel of the kingdom that brings forth healings, miracles, signs, and wonders. Release this decree over yourself. I am a spiritual revolutionary who carries the glory of God in my feet, hands, and mouth. I am a harvester of souls for the Lord Jesus. Many will be saved, healed, and delivered as I share God's kingdom message. Bless you. Thank you for joining Present Truth Presented. Please subscribe, share, and rate us. We will really appreciate it. Until tomorrow, bless you. This is Sharon Webster.